Back in bold, we got part three of creating a metaverse business. We're building the first metaverse hotel with metaverse hospitality. Tommy Farr, back at it again. Today, we're going to discuss the differences between a real life business, creating one of those and creating one in this, this metaverse because you've done both, you have experience with both. And uh, it should be interesting. What, what's the, what's the difference? Yeah, thanks for having me back again. The series has been fun. Um, yeah, today we're pretty much going into like the details of actually building the the business side of it. Um, and my, I currently own a pool company, pool service company. We do some repairs and whatnot as well. Um, that does pretty well. And uh, I've got it to where it runs um, very well by itself. And and that's what led me to you know starting this new business, this new venture. Um, which is very, very different. Yeah, it's it's just a completely different ball game um, when it comes to so many things. Um, the backbone of a business, though, is the people behind it, um, and and how you know those people carry themselves and the structure, um, the, you know, the operating procedures. As long as that's constant and in in every business um, with good people behind it, you're going to su succeed and be successful. Um, but when we're talking about difference. Um, especially when we're talking about like startups, it's just, you know, a whole different ball game because it involves everybody. NFTs is a completely new ball game worldwide for any investor, whether you, um, you know, are 18 coming out of high school, you know, decide to skip college or, you know, a college graduate who's a big time lawyer has the money. Um, everyone's on the same page um, versus, you know, an example would be going public, right? So the, these companies that um, go public that have that first initial price offering, um, only some people are allowed to go in at that price. You know, it's the investors that have the money. Uh, I'm, I'm no financial advisor and whatnot. You know, this is just to give you an example. But I know people with plenty of money that get rejected for you know public offerings at that, that ipo price um because there's people with more money there's always people with more money um and it, and it limited the opportunity to invest in companies uh that you support pretty much and the blockchain and nfts it's it's just a completely new to ball game for startups because it gives everybody the opportunity to invest in you if they see the potential in you and your company Hey, first off, I forgot to mention this though, Tommy. Um, look at my background. I'm kind of in my own little metaverse here in uh, this crazy compound that's made out of uh, wine bottles and beer bottles. Like, yeah, everything. I saw the tour. That's uh, that's that's some type of design he's got going on there for sure. And I guess um, his buddy just put it's Casa Arte. It's pretty famous. They've done like uh, documentaries on it, uh, different parts of the world. His buddy put this in one of these metaverses. He forgot which one. He says. I don't know. He just handles all that stuff. He's, a, he's an older dude, right? But I guess this place is um, in a metaverse somewhere. Dang, okay. They threw like it in it. there. Can you hear, can you hear that uh, ringing? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they coming away. for you? <laughs> Brazil's a little sketchy, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be on your toes. Floripa's yeah, yeah. been pretty, pretty damn safe, though. Okay, so what I'm getting from this, though, is like there's not much um, – barriers to entry right it's the wild wild west like uh, the exactly, yeah. metaverse world you don't have to have the old uh guy with the cigar in the background like say yes you can do this you can't do that but 
you know, with that, that that's a lot of risk, huh? That's a whole different ball game with risk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it all starts with security, you know, and uh, as long as you can get on the uh, computer, get on the internet, figure out how to how to run a wallet, how to be safe about it, you know, just like you would pretty much uh, your bank information, you're not going to give that out to anybody. Um, and from there, just know where you're, you're putting your money. Don't just go into any profile picture project because it looks cool or because some influencer says you should. It's just like investing in any company, you know, and that's how we're treating Metaverse Hospitality um, and building it up like a true company, um, you know, because we want people to, you know, trust in the process to know that uh, we have a vision and, you know, they believe in that vision and we're going to have those people join in as it's investors, pretty much, you know, people that invest through NFTs that buy into these NFTs, they, sh they should be, you know, considered investors that are, you know, believe in your project. Okay. So what about like LLCs or the paperwork? Um, are you doing this through the metaverse and sandbox? Or are you getting your own lawyers? Um, you know, what's the difference between a real business and this metaverse stuff relating to, you know, all the back end, the paperwork and all that BS. Yeah. So <clears throat> to start, it's very, very similar. You know, you just may make sure you have, uh, for me, a limited liability company, uh, just so, you know, you have limited liability. Uh, we don't need to go on details on which companies are which, but it's, yeah, you need to back yourself no matter what type of company you're building. Um, where it gets complicated is when you're bringing in like the DAOs and the coins. Um, and we're definitely a little ways away from that. Um, my brother's actually a lawyer, so the process has been pretty simple so far. Um, in regards to you know, having everything from insurance to, you know, of course you got to file for taxes as well. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the same business wise, but when it gets into things that are new for everybody, like DAOs, like the coin, uh, that's when there's certain specialty lawyers you're going to have to go to. Like even my brother, I don't know if he's going to, um, he's, he's new to the ball game too, you know, not many people know how that's going to work regarding to regulations as well. So, you know, things may be completely different a year from now. We'll see. So what about sandbox? Are they taking cuts of something? You have to sign up on something to play a game there to run a business through them. I mean, what, what's going on with them? They're just the all powerful force behind the scenes. They let you do run free. They got to give something from it. Yeah. Yeah. There's usually a cut in all you know, transactions on the blockchain, uh, the creator has royalties. Um, so every type of resale land, um, they get a cut of it, of course. Uh, and then the game wise functions of, uh, of token, there is sand. Um, so you actually have to buy your land. You originally had to buy your land with sand um, at the drops. Um, and then that's their in-game currency for wearables, for anything you need to build, all of that um, is through sand. Um, and of course they, you know, take a percentage through every transaction pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, just like any bank, just like any um, tax, really, you, you're gonna get a little bit cut out to somebody else. You know, it just, it's, it's always gonna work that way in some ways, shape or form. Okay, you brought it up before uh, talent and people, uh, employees. Where where do you find employees for something that's totally brand new? Like, what kind of people are you looking for? What kind of background do they have to have? Because not many people have ten years experience in the metaverse or, or anything like that. 
Yeah, exactly. Or there's no that's... college college degrees. <laughs> there's no college degrees, any of that stuff. Nah, and like solidity, what's, uh, I guess, the code for Ethereum, you know, is brand new. People that know code and, you know, have built apps, you know, that's their that's their job. They have no idea what Solidity is. So yeah, that's, that's definitely been the tough part. I've had some, some good interviews with devs, like developers is, is what the, um, what you call the person that builds pretty much the code and the Solidity on Ethereum. Um, but there's so many that, you know, seem like they would be a good partner, but they have no work to back them. Um, I've had at least three interviews like that um, with developers that are, are definitely good people. You know, they, they're definitely, trying their best to run their business as a developer but when you ask for you know published work or you know even just uh an nft or website you can track back to the blockchain you know they don't have anything yet so it's it's everybody's trying to jump into something that uh it's hard it's definitely hard and you have to you have to be careful you, you have to find someone you can trust um and i think the best way to do that is through trusted community members pretty much um a, a start again is twitter we've talked about it before but twitter is is a hub for nfts it really is um you know do a little research on the big followers follow them you know look at their retweets see see if you align with you know what, what they're speaking what they're talking about because there's there's some shady influencers and there's some amazing people um Feel free to reach out if 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 you need me to point you in the right direction. But that, that's the easiest way to get started uh, through through Twitter, through Discord, finding the people to trust. Um, but yeah, it's it's also probably the toughest part. Yeah, but you found a couple of people right that were um, outside of the space, and maybe because you knew them in the past. I'm not sure if you can speak on it, but the people you found, um, they don't really have any background in the metaverse, but you want them a part of it, right? Right, right. So the two uh, <clears throat> two executive committee members, we're, we're build, I'm building this as like a true business. Um, I'm bringing on a CEO position and a creative director position, um, an artist um, who's going to have other artists below him and pretty much take the creative control of the company. Um, he is actually into NFTs, um, just not super into it yet. He hasn't dropped his own project, but he's released some of his arts on NFT platforms. You know, he's a very, very very well-known artist in um from lagos africa and um another woman i worked with through hospitality our old consulting job with hotels um you know some of the best hotels in the world we've consulted with together and i've seen her work i've i know um her drive and her background with hotels is something that completely aligns with what we're looking for so yeah it's um it's a good fit for the company and um and it directly aligns with you know building the executive committee and um from there we're going to build out the team and continue to expand so have things been moving faster creating a business in this world than they do in the real world or is it slower like what's the the speed difference it's way slower to be honest because <clears throat> there's so many new everything from my brother looking over the contracts that you know I've written up that are pretty much new contracts for um, metaverse and uh, employees. Like it's it's just stuff that people have never seen before. Um, doing like a percentage of profits, for example, um, you have to get the right 
contract aligned for both sides. You have to get the representatives. You have to get both lawyers to look at it. Um, there's there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, plus the holidays, you know, right now. So it's definitely slowed things down a little bit. Um, versus, I think, um, <clears throat> real world, like you have a little bit more of a feel on things, you know, whether it's you have a storefront or you have interaction with your customers, it's just a little bit tougher when everything's virtual. Um, when you're, you know, you're not even face to face with the person you may hire and leave a lot of the company uh, hands to pretty much. Uh, the whole back end is going to be someone that I probably don't know. Um, and that's, that's hard, you know, but you have to find ways to trust those types of people in this new world. Like if the metaverse will be fully online and, you know, you may never ever meet your boss in the future or, you know, hundreds of your employees that work for you, you may never see. Um, but yeah, that's just, we're figuring out as we go for things like that. But at the same time, you have to take somewhat of the same approach to uh, how the real world businesses work as well. Okay, how many businesses have you seen in this metaverse and like what kind of businesses are there? I know we talked about that one company that got bought out by Nike. They make like wearables in the metaverse. So you can yeah, wear yeah. The, the metaverse sneakers. What other kind of businesses have you seen and what kind of businesses are there? So probably my favorite right now that's actually doing really, really well is Jenkins, the valet. Um, pretty much a multimedia company is what they're going for. Um, the first project uh, is is a book. They have Neil Strauss, who's a New York Times bestselling author, on board. The game. You know, he, the game. Yeah, exactly. He's a ten-time best-selling author. Like he's he's the real deal. I actually met him in New York. Um, they when the announcement uh, it was during N NYC NFT week, and uh, he was at the bar talking to everyone. It was a great time. Um, but yeah, we're writing a book together, pretty much. If you hold an NFT, you get a certain amount of points uh, that goes towards vote, voting, everything from a plot, you know, to character twist, things like that. And then you can also match your NFT uh, to a board ape. So the first book is board ape base. Um, and if you own the NFT and you don't own a board ape, you can still license it out to a board ape holder and split the royalties. Um, in addition, if you do um, either split it with an ape or you own both, you get a percentage of the book's profits. So they're literally building, you know, multi multimedia company that's backed by its holders. You know, I have all three of my apes. They're going to be characters in the book uh, because I have uh, two NFTs of his that I match with two of my apes. And I have one ape that I split the licensee fee um, with another holder. So, I mean, literally that right there is very complex, but it's just the base of this project. You know, they're signed by one of the, the biggest uh, marketing agencies out of Hollywood. And, you know, they have room for movies, podcasts. Um, it's, they're literally a multimedia company. They're going to hit every market and they're going to do it really, really well. It's going to be pretty exciting to watch. It's kind of cool because, you know, we've had the, the doomsdayers say, okay, there's going to be no jobs with the robots and the automation. But every time these new markets open up, like just weird stuff like this comes about, like where you have all these different opportunities to make money and, and be creative. And you know, a lot of people have said this for a while now is like uh, in the future, the creative types are going to get paid, right? Because the manual stuff, 
just figured out with mm -hmm. the automation, the robots. But now how do you, you know, monetize your creativeness with the arts, with the podcasting, with the videoing and, and whatnot. So it's it's cool to see it come kind of to fruitation pretty fast. Tommy, you have two apes now? Uh, the mutants. So uh, oh. one board ape and then the mutants are in the book as well. Um, so I have, I have the two mutants and the one like OG board ape. Yeah, so three three of my NFTs will be in the book. Um, what other businesses? So that was one example. Give us some more to spark some creativity in case we have someone listening that that wants to throw their um, cards into this. Let me see here. There's um <clears throat> there's a lot of artwork that's like one-on-one artwork that is doing really, really well for like collectors. I think that's gonna be something that is absolutely huge um in the future, but artists are running their business based uh, again on the community. You know, they're building a brand um, that's built by the community and their artwork is selling really, really well because of it. Um, BYO Pills is one that's creating literally a metaverse on their own. That one is getting mentioned, I think it was on the Joe Rogan show the other day, but has completely skyrocketed. They started with these pills as like the consumables of the metaverse. Pretty cool concepts to, to begin with but they've completely shaken up the NFT space in the last few weeks, uh, I guess month or so, whatever, because they've, they're creating their own metaverse. They've dropped uh, pretty much avatars, land, and uh, vehicles to fly around this metaverse with. It's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool concept that's involved, pretty much evolved as the business has grown. So opportunities you are there. Have you had those pills. You told me about these a long time ago. These drug yeah, pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually flipped. I, I minted seven of them. I'm down to three. Um, but I have three full sets. So I think there's so there's land, there's a vape, uh, which is like pretty much it connects the pills and whatnot. Um, there's your avatars. Um, and then the vehicles. Uh, and that's the full set. I think if you sold like one full set, it's almost three ETH right now. So they, yeah, they've. That's what's, super, that's what's super cool though about this kind of stuff. Like all these little games and puzzles, like the NFTs do. And if you own this thing and then you combine it and it makes this. And there's just so much like possibility with this stuff. That's why I think it gets really addicting for people who are like, it's like a video game. You're playing a, you know, a video game and you're leveling up, but it's like a lot of money at stake. And, you know, this whole new frontier. I mean, that's what makes it kind of like exciting for you, huh? Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, video games is what you touched on. I think the play to earn mechanics are what it's going to take this space to a whole new level. Once Xbox has Xbox and PlayStation have the play to earn mechanics on a, on a good game, like good graphics where you, you like Halo or um, I, I don't even know what's pop Fortnite is what I was trying to think of, like a Fortnite type game where you know, if you do really well, um, if you win one match, you get paid for that match. You know, if you win a tournament, you get paid a ton for the tournament. Things like that are, are, are I think, going to change the game. And, and we're on our way to it. It's just the uh, the plates are earned out there. A lot of them are, are thought of as Ponzi schemes and the graphics are horrible. And it's, it's just kind of like, a, it's just not evolved yet. We're just so early that we're not to the level of, it being on it being mainstream we're getting there but not quite there yet um yeah i've seen like uh, instagram reel like five games you can earn money now and it's like eight to thirteen dollars an hour and the graphics look pretty shitty but 
it's wicked, man. I mean, a lot of people that'd be fun. That'd be fun work for a lot of people. You know, instead of have you heard, have you heard of Axie Affinity? It might have been one in the Instagram reel. What is it? Yeah, so that, that's one of the more popular ones. But the people hire, uh, pretty much they have their Axie pod, whatever they call it, um, and they hire other people to play the game for them um, in, in underdeveloped countries and uh, places that this is playing the game. It's actually a really good wage for them. So they're, you know, they're running a business pretty much. They literally have people, sometimes managers that run, you know, entire farms out for, I've heard of people having hundreds, you know, of employees that literally play Axie Infinity. Uh, and it's a play to earn game that you, you earn a token and then you can pretty much swap that token for whatever you want, cash, ETH. Dude, imagine this. Now I'm in a pretty like rich area of Brazil, Florianapolis. This is where all the Brazilians go and uh, vacation. I take an Uber, 45 minutes, and I pay the guy $5. And uh, some of that money goes to Uber. Some of that money goes to gas. So now I think he can just sit on his laptop, play for $10 an hour, instead of doing all that driving, all that gas, destroying his car. I mean, who wouldn't do that? You know what I mean? Like, that's good money for Man, 80% of the world. 80% of the world, $10 an hour is really good money. Say you have a laptop and a phone, right? That's two different players right there you can manage. So... Yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's spreading, you know, it's, it's getting to, to the masses, but you know, that things like that are, are helping, but at the same time, like, you gotta wonder if it's truly legal in all aspects, you know, that's something that I haven't looked into, uh, their business, you know, plans wise is, you know, something that I hope that all the people that are really involved to check up on, but you know, that's, it's gotten so big that it, it's it's doing really well for a lot of people out there. Yeah, so that's the last thing I want to hit on, though, is the, the challenges. And obviously, this is like the wild, wild west. Is it um, – I mean, we weren't really alive business-wise during the dot-com bubble, but like 95% of the shit went underneath, you know? I mean, is that really similar mm -hmm. to what's happening here where – you know, 5%, 1% of these things are actually going to be the real deal. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's, that's something that's definitely going to happen. Uh, you know, I, some of the, some of the earliest things I remember from the internet is like, you couldn't be on the phone at the same time you're using the internet. You know, I don't know if you remember those days, but there's times where like, I remember my parents freaking out because someone was on the computer when they're expecting to get a phone call, you know, and obviously that's, no one's ever even heard of that if you were born after that uh, occurred, but um, things like that are hundred percent going to happen. Things like a Google are going to take over the space. You know, hopefully it's, it's more than just, you know, an Amazon and a Google uh, that completely, or a meta that completely take over. Hopefully it's still built by, you know, us, the community, uh, the people that are truly involved and care about it. But, you know, where we're looking at like, a giant here and the the big boys are going to get involved soon so it's 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 yeah it's it's going to be 99 percent are going to fall out you know but hopefully the ones that are truly building that are truly offering you know utility and giving back to the community those are the ones that are really going to make it 
Yeah, so just finish off with the challenges. I know we've kind of hit on a couple of them, but like, what have really been like a thorn in your ass during this process? Um, <clears throat> the developer side's been tough, just because it's it's something that I'm not familiar with. You know, solidity, uh, building on the blockchain. You know, I've done my research now to see if it's it's something that I can uh, build myself. You know, there's certain companies that have the contracts that you know that I can choose to integrate my business into pretty much is is how some companies work or i can hire a developer that i give the keys to kind of let him deploy everything you know pay him as a subcontractor um and and be done with it type thing but i want someone on the team who, who's going to commit to us so i can trust and, and build a company with and that's that's been tough especially in the developer side someone that um, is ready to commit to you and, and build a company with you rather than, you know, hiring out a sub um, or finding someone on, a, you know, Fiverr or something. It just, first off, you, you can't really trust them. Be, people that, um, you know, go out of their way to find customers in that aspect, I think is maybe they're involved in the wrong wrong ways you know they, they're not going to stick with you i want someone that's going to stick with me and, and build a company and it, it's just hard to find people that first off have the background with the blockchain with building on the blockchain um and then that have the long-term vision of like building um, a company pretty much and not just uh helping out different services here and there Amazing. Awesome. That wraps up uh, part three. We've been getting some good views uh, on the podcast. Now we finally uploaded these to YouTube. So check us out, Bold Perceptions. We're going to start posting a lot of YouTube com content on there. But you can see our pretty faces the whole time. You can see yeah, all these weird we backgrounds. You can, Tommy Shades, you can get inspired by his yeah, style. Yeah, the hat. The hat. Oh, is that the, is that the NYC board ape thing? Four day hat, yeah, yeah. The uh, I think the dad hat, the original dad hat. <clears throat> the uh, the New York City shirts and hats will be coming in soon, so pretty excited for that. Oh, you got you got me one of those, didn't you? Me and George. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna get you, yeah, some Venmo for that. That'd be cool. Um, amazing, cool. Well, we're gonna keep this series rolling again. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, Tommy, plug your um, Twitter again. Metaverse Hospitality Instagram. Yeah, Metaverse Hospitality on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Tfar. 22 on Twitter. Um, yeah, reach out, you know, we get involved. We got discord jumping in, uh, tomorrow, uh, we will announce discord opening on Twitter. So, um, yeah, come hang out. What about website? Any, any website? Uh, not at the moment. We, we have, uh, like a gallery you can check out on our, on our Twitter. That's in the, like the website form. Um, but we, we want to build everything on the blockchain. Um, so I, I might do a, a website that's going to be just a placeholder, but, um, yeah, we were waiting on to get everything launched on the blockchain pretty much. All this stuff, NFTs and the metaverse, a lot of it is focused in the discord, correct? That's where the, the stuff yeah, is at. Yeah. That's where yeah, you build the community out. You know, a lot of utility is held there because you can confirm what different NFTs you have. Um, you can give out different roles to different, um, whether you hold an NFC or not. Uh, it's, and we're making it very sensory inclusive as well. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good place to hang out. 
Amazing. Um, we're recording this the day before New Year's Eve. A fun fact, me and Tommy met last year in Mexico for New Year's mm -hmm. Eve, and now we're doing this. Connect the doers. That's what Bull Perception is all about, and it's exciting to see you from uh, last year, me and you getting drunk on Fifth Avenue to Mr. Uh, Metaverse no, Mogul. So. It's, been, it's been a crazy ride and a lot of changes since, but uh, very, very grateful for the connection for sure. All right, guys, have a wonderful New Year. Happy New Year.